Welcome to RPG Cast episode 419 for the week of March 25th, 2017. I'm Chris Privetier here bringing you the week's RPG news uh, and Zelda check ins, of course. Yes. Uh, <laughs> joining me today, Kelly Ryan. Hello. And Ellis Wilkinson. Yep. Thank you very much for joining me this fine Saturday morning. You are here listening live, not in Pacific Noon Eastern, or you're listening to the show on download over at RP Gamer. But uh, I don't need to give you the address because you already got it. So thank you. Um, <laughs> tell your friends. Give us some iTunes reviews. And that's it for the show. Uh, see you next week. Um, five stars. Wow. Shortest star ever. Mm-hmm. Sh- yes. <laughs> shortest, shortest show. <laughs> Worthy of the shortest star. Thanks, everybody. Um, let's see. We should, well, let's get into it. Uh, what have we... Did everyone have a... Wait, was that last week? Was St. Patrick's Day last week? Yeah, it was. So yes, it was. I can't even do small talk about Patty's Day. What can I do? Small talk about um, anything? No, probably not, huh? Nah, not really. All right, well, Kelly, what have you been playing? More Zelda. More Zelda! I've, me too! <clears throat> I have become consumed with trying to upgrade all of my stuff, yeah! all of my armor. Me too. Because I unlocked the last fairy. Yes. It took me like an entire night of bowling to come up with the fun. Oh, you to did it with bowling, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And you need some pretty high level stuff to upgrade most of the things, including killing Lionels. Mm-hmm. So I've been scouring the world map every blood moon trying to find the Lionels. And they're not dropping their guts, and it's making me mad. Ouch. Okay. Lionels still take a long time for me to kill. A lot of arrows. Yeah, um, th- there's kind of a strategy to it. You, if you hit them in the face with an arrow, they'll get stunned, and you can run up behind them and hit the A button to mount them, and, and then, then you stab just start them in the back. Them them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But trying to hit that sweet spot to get them to be stunned can be kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. But the other use, thing that do you use the motion aiming? Oh wait, you're on the Wii U, aren't you? Yeah, that, but does it no, do that? I, okay. It, it can do that, but I don't do that. I just right. use the regular aiming. It's a lot. Yeah, I have a hard enough time with the regular aiming, so I couldn't imagine trying to do those fights with the motion aiming. So, with the way motion aiming works on the Switch, at least, um, and I think it works this way on the Wii U, is <clears throat> you, you do your broad aiming with your with your controller stick, and then you use the motion aiming just to, to lock in the fine-tuning. And I use that mm-hmm. a lot on Guardians for just centering that reticle right over their eye so I can launch the arrow in there. Um, so I don't know. I, I find that helps just for the fine-tuning because I can't fine-tune with a stick. I, I suck at controller first-person shooters. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that's, that's been helpful for me. I might give it a try just to see how it fares, but... To be honest, I don't think it's going to be all that much of an improvement. Yeah. And that aiming reticle is kind of a pain to fine-tune anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, what have I been doing? Is, uh, I've been doing the same thing you're doing. I'm running around. I've been farming guardians like crazy. Um, yeah, once I figured out the sweet spot to doing the... Um, 
reflect the shot. Yeah, isn't that great? It's Once like, you get good at oh, it. Oh yeah, it's like, like I don't even think about it. Guardians are so easy now. Mm-hmm. You go through a lot of shields. Um, if you get a, like a guardian shield, it stands up better. Well, if you get a guardian shield, you don't even have to do the sweet spot. You just sit there with it, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, one of the first things I did was spent some parts to get a good 70 guardian shield. Ooh. Yeah, but so no, I'm my, having my trouble focus... getting cores, and that's that's the yeah, hard thing yeah. to get. Cores don't drop hardly at all. So I got, I got to kill but no, my, my focus lately has been upgrade or trying to get Lionels because I want to upgrade that plate set to the highest amount. Because, I mean, even at level three, stuff barely damages you. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing the Barbarian set? I need to go track down the other two pieces of the Barbarian set. Oh, what set I are you the, upgrading? Then? Um, The plate armor. Oh, I don't have that. I don't know where I get that. Hmm. You can buy it. Oh, okay. Maybe it's, it's in the I, bird village. I haven't been there yet. It's in the second village you go to, the one where you buy the house. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I, I never go into that shop anymore. That village doesn't sell arrows, so I don't go there. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's that, kind of how it works. If you don't sell arrows, I don't care about you. And that set doesn't necessarily have a defense bonus, mm -hmm. but it seems like it has some of the highest defense in the game if you get it upgraded, even to like level three. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So that's that's a really good set for taking on things like Lionels because they'll hardly do any damage to you. So then you can use your bonus, your food bonus, to worry more about attacks. So that you know you what can... I've been doing with the Lionels? I've been putting on my rubber boots and my rubber coat and uh. my anti thunder helm, and that way he can't shoot arrows at me. But then he See, also I, has fire attacks. <laughs> I haven't had a problem with Lionels having a whole lot of thunder. It's only things. if you're I far kinda... away that they use those. Okay. That's and so now that I'm keep... getting in close, I probably need to switch. Yeah, I try to kind of keep a, maintain a pretty healthy. I mean, I don't like to get in too close because they're hard to dodge, but I don't like to get far away from them either. And when they do that, that on all fours mm -hmm. rushing attack, you can get a flurry rush on them easily. Oh yeah, I need to do more of those flurry rushes. Uh -oh. I I love hunting them things. My husband was making fun of me the other day for going be very very quiet. We're hunting lionels. <laughs> That's great. Ah, uh, yep. Uh, I think I'm. I really am in like the same spot as you. Except I'm three out of four guardians. I gotta do one more, and then uh, I really need to start doing guardian dungeons. Yeah, you you can. You're you're over prepared. You, yeah, you should go do some. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Oh Zelda, thank you Zelda. Ah, oh, what are we doing? Uh, you've been playing other things, right? Um, yeah, I finished up Shantae Risky's Revenge. I did not realize how short that game actually was. I think I probably blew through it in about a couple of days. You you were telling and me I, last week how you looked up how short they were. Yeah, so I've been playing Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, and that one feels more Metroidvania than the others have so mm. far. Okay. Because <clears throat> you have your hub town, which is Scuttletown, but you also get maps to go to other islands. <clears throat> and the islands kind of work 
<clears throat> excuse me, like traditional Zelda dungeons where you go to the island, you go to a dungeon, you find an object in the dungeon, you use the object to be the boss, and you use the object to find other stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. And you also don't have the animal transformations in this one. Instead, what? you have what's called yeah, you have what's called pirate tools. Oh, okay. Like you get Risky's boots, which lets you do a dash move, and you get Risky's hat, which lets you glide, and a pistol, which gives you a projectile. Now, is that the latest one or second to latest? One? No, the latest one is Half Genie Hero. This oh, right. Was the one. I don't think this was the one that was kickstarted. Okay. Half Genie Hero, I know, has the animal transformations. Yeah. Yeah, and that one has the HD graphics and not any of the sprite work, which I'm curious uh-huh. to how it's going to look. Mm-hmm. But, th- I mean, that being said, aside from some of the tricky platforming, I have been really enjoying Pirate's Curse. It's been it's been pretty fun. It's just that the platforming is kind of wonky. And like I said, I'm playing on the 3DS, so I don't know if it's just because... The, my hands are so cramped on the 3DS and if I would, would have done better playing it like on Steam or the Wii U version mm. yeah I'm being told know, Hotino but... Village does sell bombs or arrows I better go there yeah you have to zoom in on the map really far to see where all the shops are all right, they're back on my they're back on my my good list if they sell arrows. I, I, I get annoyed that it seems like the arrows don't restock very fast. Yeah, I know. I like how in one of the villages, they started... I, I was buying so many arrows, she's like, man, you really use a lot of arrows. <laughs> you know, like, lady, yes, you don't know the half do. of it. <laughs> yes, we do. The, I'm told that the wizards on the way to the Zora village drop a lot of arrows if you uh-huh. just kill them melee. Yeah. They do. Which I need to do another arrow run because I've wasted a lot of arrows fighting Lionels. <laughs> I imagine. How did we get back on Zelda? I don't know. Because uh, <laughs> you're done. You you did your Shantae. Yeah. There's yeah, one other thing I'm... you've been playing. Oh, Record Keeper? Yes, we have to talk about Record Keeper because people uh, who care about Record Keeper need to know they need to log in like today. Like, go yeah. log in now. There's like, yeah, but that's, a, only, that's only going to be relevant for people who are actually like watching us live. Yeah, they or might, downloading it today. They might listen today. But they yeah, uh, go. Free, you get like 30 things draw. and a free draw. Oh my, gosh. oh my gosh. And I think the draw, I mean, it might not have a guarantee overstrike. Draw, I got a six star. Been, yeah, it's been pretty high odds. Unless you do it again, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that didn't work yeah, out well like for you. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. But yeah, I got Squall's Overstrike. Mm. So happy. Yeah. All right. So, all right. There's your record keeper. Okay. So, I, uh, in addition to Zelda, I've been playing some Diablo 3, which not much to say there, just a little bit of piddling around and um, leveling a character up to 70 and uh, abusing mechanics so that this level 60 is basically capable of doing level 70 end game content, but I still need to get the experience points and all that sort of good stuff. But you know, it's just Diablo 3. There's a new patch, and the new patch added uh, a closet, so you can save equipment sets, and they they put all the crafting items on a tab, so you don't have to, uh, they don't use up your inventory space anymore. 
Uh, just a lot of quality of life, a couple quality of life changes that make a big difference there. And, uh, you know, new season coming soon and all that sort of stuff. So Diablo 3, if you've been waiting, if you've been getting annoyed at finding room for all your crafting components, um, <laughs> they just made your life better. So uh, go log in and enjoy that. Um, I, I need to play through Diablo 3 again when the Necromancer yeah. comes out. I, I love that game so much. I think much. a lot of people will. So, so there's your Diablo 3 2.5. That's the patch number, if you're wondering, if you see it advertised. Uh, in addition to that, I tried out the Splatoon Global Test Fire yesterday. How was it? Uh, it felt like Splatoon, which is to say I lost a lot and got uh, splatted a lot by people. And uh, as usual, the only weapon I seem to do any good coverage with on the map is the giant roller brush. So... Yeah, that's that's Splatoon. <laughs> um, it, it was working fine. Networking was fine. The latency seemed fine. Uh, matchmaking was taking a while. Like uh, you'd be jumped into a hopper, and for a thing that I thought figured thousands of people were all playing, uh, there sure were a lot of times we were waiting thirty to sixty seconds just for one or two more people to be thrown into the match so we can actually start. But whatever, uh, we got through it, and. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like a good running Splatoon game on, on your Switch. And I don't know if I'm going to actually get that game um, because it wasn't doing much for me. Because it's like, yep, this is Splatoon. I could get good at it, but I'm not. Um, I actually found that the way the aiming worked, it was all motion aiming. And I didn't like that versus how the aiming works in Zelda where it's this hybrid system where the stick works and the motion works. Um, so you can use the motion to fine tune. And I couldn't find any way to change that. Um, and, and I know that what they're doing is probably the way exactly it worked in Splatoon with the motion aiming and that they didn't want to mess with it for like this global test fire, but I'm really hoping when the game comes out, they give me some more customizability with the aiming system in there because that was really frustrating me and keeping me from really enjoying the game and making it really hard for me to, to aim up shots, which I'm already at a disadvantage of since, as I said earlier, I suck at playing first person shooters on with a you know a control stick and here where they took that even that away and i'm <laughs> totally relying on motion aiming um meant i was bending at weird angles trying to line up shots and getting killed by people who are really good at this game which i don't understand how many people are so good at splatoon and i'm so terrible at it when you know anyway i feel inadequate it makes me feel like an inadequate gamer that i can't succeed at splatoon but uh yeah Ugh. There, there you go. Probably exactly there. what you expected to hear, right, Kelly? Yeah, they're there. It's okay. <laughs> Thank you. It happens to a lot of people. Another game came out on the Switch yesterday, and I know it's not only on the Switch. I think it's on the 3DS as well, says my wife, but it's called New Frontier Days, and that, that hit yesterday on the eShop for $10, and I have to tell you guys that New Frontier Days... Uh, for a game that I wanted to try out because it looked like a cool little city building game, um, it completely dominated my gaming last night, other than that half hour I was playing Splatoon. Um, I put like three or four hours into this new Frontier Days game. <laughs> it, it made me get distracted and not play Zelda. So that tells you something. Um, they've got a very good gameplay loop there. Um, it's kind of like a, a very casual real-time strategy game where you kind of recruit people to your town, you have them build buildings, and then you assign them to buildings to like make cloth or go chop down wood and stuff like that. Um, it, 
it's not like the the grand levels of starcraft man unit management or anything like that it's very easy to stay on top of um but it, it's very addictive in that like oh man i've got 13 people now and now i've got someone making stone and someone chopping wood and someone weaving cloth and someone's running in the hospital and now i have like five people over there chopping trees oh no there's some bears tell everybody to go shoot the bear all right, the bear crisis is averted, and then you, you keep going on. And it's all about leveling up your town and, and getting more people and leveling up your buildings. And it's it seems very addictive. <laughs> For a $10 game, it's pretty good. It's like, um, I'm, it's not on mobile as far as I can tell, but it feels kind of like a mobile level of uh, production value. Um, and yeah, I'm, go ahead. I'm looking at the screenshots, and it looks like one of those mobile games that... Yeah. You know, it would take 24 hours to build stuff. Yeah, but it doesn't have any of that. There's no, like, long timers or anything. There's no energy. It's just, like, a straight-up $10 single purchase. There's no weird mechanics. It's, like, it works the way you think it should for a town-building game. Like, okay, I'm, uh, there's a little bar that needs to fill up, but it, it happens in a reasonable amount of time. I'm waiting seconds, not minutes, not hours. Um, so everything's everything's running well. Um, the animations look a little wonky. Ignore the trailer because the trailer has the worst voiceover and scripting ever. Uh, the localization on this game is actually a bit weak. Um, there are parts you will not understand um, until you go and do them, um, and that's because it's poorly translated. Um, but the gameplay is fun, so you know, go figure. Um, for and ten dollars, it's for, good. Yeah, go ahead. It's on sale for six bucks right now. Where? I, I'm looking on Nintendo's site. They charged me ten dollars yesterday. Is it cheaper on the 3DS, maybe? I, I Yeah, yeah, it probably is the 3DS version that I'm looking at. New Frontier Days Founding Pioneers is the Switch version. Maybe the 3DS version didn't just come out yesterday. Maybe that maybe it's been out for a while, and that's why it's it, on sale. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm having trouble tracking that down. Sorry. Uh, new Frontier Days... Well, let's get rid of the new. How about just Frontier Days? Okay, yeah, the new means the Switch version. Frontier Days, Founding Pioneers, is the 3DS version. Oh, okay. And that came out earlier in March. Um, how much is it? Five ninety nine. It's just five ninety nine. So the the 3DS version is just straight up cheaper. Um, so you can get it on there. I, I'm having fun with it for a dumb little cheap game that's poorly translated. It's fun. And um, we had some issues with it, though. The interface has issues, and it could be better. Um, this is developed by Arc Systems Works, who you may know from, like... <laughs> Wait, is it developed by them? Hold on, let's let's get that right. Developer Chris Chow. Okay, it's published... I don't know. Arc Systems Works is somehow involved with it, and um, you, you normally think of them with regards to, like, fighting games, right? But uh, mm -hmm. that's not what's going on here. Um, so I guess Circle Entertainment published the 3DS version. Arc System Works is publishing the Switch version. And Chris Chow, whoever that is, is the one who developed it. And so I don't really know what's going on there. So it's not a fighting game. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Um, and the Switch version looks better. So, eh, whatever. I'm having fun with it. And it's a dumb game. And I shouldn't be having fun with it. And I am, even with its frustrating parts. Um, like... There are too many parts where, like, you don't realize how you're supposed to be approaching it, and you just have to learn it by doing it and seeing the results. And there, and there are parts where, like, uh, by the way, here, here's my tip for you: if you play this game, instead, you have the option to tell people to make like 20 pieces of cloth at a time or one piece of cloth at a time. 
always choose to tell them to make one piece of cloth at a time because there are checklists on your quest progression that um, every single completed crafting assignment gets you a check off. But if you do 20 at a time, it only counts as one check off and that's not good. You want as many checkoffs as you can get as Star Trek has taught us. Um, mm. Oh wait, wrong checkoff. But uh, yeah, so you want you want to do single small batch operations and also build a, a trash recycler as soon as you can. I'll take my word for that. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, I it's dumb and I, I feel like I should hate it. And I was making fun of the game when I was looking at the previews. I was telling Anna about it, and then three hours later, she's like, "So pretty shitty game, right?" I'm like, "Shush, I, I have bears to kill." <laughs> So I'm having fun with that for as bad as it is, and I don't really understand it. So if you have a Switch or if you have a 3DS, go check it out. See if you like it or see if you think it's terrible and I'm crazy, which is totally possible. I'm glad I'm not the only person that gets sucked into dumb little games like that. And the next thing you know, you've wasted 20 hours playing stuff like that. I'm looking. What what this game needs is like a, a guide. And I can't find any. Um, oh, here we go. Free mode has no game overs. Maybe I'll switch over to free mode. Um, yeah. And then there's survival mode, and then there's free mode. So, you know, um, if you don't want to deal with, uh, like, last night I had a random game over where it was telling me, I'm sorry, they've told us to stop developing a new colony. I'm sorry, this is my failure. And they don't actually tell you why you lost. There's no nothing that explained to me why I was getting a game over whatsoever. So I kept reloading my last save and just trying different strategies of expanding the town or leveling up the town or building certain buildings um, to try and recover my town because it had suffered a recent setback. So I had some ideas of what might be going wrong, but I had actually no real idea of what happened. So I just tried different things and I was able to recover my town and get now I'm able to, to keep building and... Um, yeah, so if you're willing to deal with weird frustrations like that in a $10 game, um, which I think you should because that's cheap, um, go for it. Um, and if it sounds terrible, uh, don't touch it. So there's there's my there's my spiel for New Frontier Days, Founding Pioneers, which has like one of the worst trailers ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like they use a computer voice for the trailer, which is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Hire somebody to read that. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right. So hey, hiring uh, voice actors is expensive. <laughs> maybe they're all on strike still. I don't even know. Let's see. Am I? Yeah. So that's that's it for me, right? So Alice, you finished a game. Shocking, isn't it? Yeah. How'd that work? Uh, well, I was putting basically putting time in on my lunch break, so while I was doing my night shifts last week and the week before. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I have now finished Super Robot Wars V. Yay! You have victory. All, fi all 52 stages. My voyage is finished. Oh, no more side content or DLC or anything? Well, there are DLC scenarios, but Ooh. I need to... I'd actually have to buy um, uh, Singapore. Oh, credit. right. <laughs> Um, which complicate? I mean, they're not, it's not as though they're expensive. It's just the markup from buying the credit for the uh, the shops in question. Mm -hmm. And also, I'm doing. I'm busy doing New Game Plus anyway. Okay. Um, 
it, it actually carries over a surprising amount of stuff for New Game Plus, which will allow me to check out the other route splits that I didn't take. All in all, enjoyable game. Very, very uh, highly recommended. Cool. So I, I would to anyone. I mean, I think I, I know I said this previously. Um, I think just because V doesn't have kind of like that massive mountain of continuity that Moon Dwellers does, it would be a much better game for someone new to the series. Yeah, it's the one that I should be playing instead of Moon Dwellers, which I yeah, haven't really basically. started anyway. So, I mean, did you buy it? I can't remember. No, I didn't buy it. Yet. Yeah, I yeah, have this thing called should, Zelda, cause... and it's like, what do I need? I yeah, need... but for those of us who who really don't care about Zelda, everyone should care about Zelda. Well, I don't. There's, no, there is, there's, just, there's just nothing for me. Oh. How about New Frontier Days, Founding Pioneers? No? Right. Not really. No? no? Okay. So I should I should shut up and, and get the... Yeah. Well, I, the only the reason I mention that is because I think it's now on... It's on back order on PlayAsia oh, already. Oh, so I can't even get it? Um, well, you can... I say you can get a uh, Singapore uh, PSN account pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> and then download it. Oh, yeah, just download it. Um, you can probably find it on eBay as well, but uh, uh, my usual distribution channels, it's sold out. Let's take a look. Asia Super Robot Wars v. might be on. Wait, might be on. Ordered. Yes, Asia. Maybe? Back. Ordered. Yeah, so there'll be like a two to four. It's back ordered for both Vita and PS4. Sounds all right. Oh, well. But that's okay, because I got plenty of other things to play. And uh, if you don't remember, like, freaking Persona 5 is out soon, so... Kind yeah, of I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do. I still haven't put a pre-order down for it. I mean, I've seen... I have seen a friend of mine play it, but I, at the moment, am not, uh, not going to jump down, like, that far. To Persona um, 5? Yeah. How could it be bad? <laughs> well, no, I'm not expecting it to be bad. It could be. I don't know. That's, that's it's just like you when it comes out. Games. It's it's a combination of when it comes out plus having time. More than anything. So, yeah, finish with Robot Wars V. Definitely would recommend. Very good game. Highly enjoyable. Uh, actually reasonably well translated. Um, I wasn't. Ex I must admit, I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. uh, the the translation to be at least, readable. Yeah, I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting like a Moon Dwellers quality one, which was still okay. It just had some oddities. Uh, this one, the translation for V does still have a couple of mistranslations in it, um, and a couple of spelling errors. <laughs> uh, but considering the amount of text the game has, uh, I will take what I have got. Given that this is what the second game, second Super Robot Wars game they've ever released in English, it, it, with Moon yeah. Dwellers I'll, being the first, yeah, with Moon Dwellers being the first. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm I'm accepting the two GBA games here because they're old hat at this point. Sure. Um, so, and it's, this is the first non-original Super Robot Wars game that's come outside Japan, which is quite surprising. Uh, yeah. So that's all me on Super Robot Wars. Good play. Fair enough. You played other things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've played more Hitman. Mm -hmm. um, 
I have uh, managed to get my level mastery to 20 on the Hokkaido level because it's a really good level. Yeah. Um, it is probably the best level in the game. Probably. I think I, I really? think Paris. Okay. I think both Paris and Sapienza are really good, but I really yeah. like. Have you have you have you uh, dropped like the the chandeliers on people in, in Paris? Oh, in Paris, not yet. Okay. Should do that. Uh, I did a couple of just really me- like my last Paris run. I just went for a very messy. I did a couple of the opportunities to get the uh, the opportunity unlocked, uh, but the actual assassin. Oh no, I dropped the lighting rig. That's so what I meant. Yeah, that's the chandelier. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dropped the close enough. That is a. Uh, that's a very messy one. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's also my highest number of uh, non-target kills done in a mission it as well. I think it takes a while to stop eight. telling you. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it was eight, eight non-target kills just mm. for the uh, lighting rig. The, uh, the the kill for what's the name was actually remarkably straightforward. So mm. okay, compared to that, I didn't do any of the special assassinations on her. So. I think I might have just thrown a shuriken at her or something. And I, I, at the moment, I'm trying to do the uh, Hokkaido escalations. I'm on um, I'm on level five, one of them, and I'm on level four of the other, and they're getting a little bit tricky now. So it's good though. Well, you know, very much. It was a Hitman was a present from David. And uh, I am very appreciative of that. Good present. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other thing I've been doing is I've been playing more Fancy Star Online too. Um, there was a more, a more uh, flying around Las Vegas. Uh, a little bit. Um, there was an update that came out on the twenty second, uh, which added a new emergency quest and a couple of other things. And that emergency quest is hard. Oh, is Jesus. it? Yeah. So they've already had a... Um, uh, they had this... Um, it's the mining-based defense mission um, is it's quite an old one now, actually, where you have to defend three towers against waves of enemies. It's fairly straightforward. Um, they then put a much harder version of that in where you had to defend four towers uh, the latest update, they added another version of it, but it's now called a VR practice uh, stage. And uh, the way they vary things up is they've changed it back to three towers. Uh, so six waves, three towers, but they've massively changed the enemy spawn uh, like numbers. In the original mission, you only ever fight darker enemies, which means that uh, light element weapons are amazing. Uh, and the spawns pretty much all known about, and the strategies are well known as well. Um, the VR mission adds some, seems to add some spawn variants, but it also adds enemies from every location in the game so far. Meaning, there's a lot of uh, different elemental weaknesses. Uh, there's a lot more different strategies. The enemies attack in different ways. Um, I've actually, uh, of the six that I've attempted, we've actually only succeeded at two. Yeah. And the first one we succeeded with uh, 3% left on the combined health bar, and on the second it was 9% on the combined health bar. So, serious, some serious buttock clenching going on. <laughs> you need Eurobeat when you're fighting a boss like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's, been my, uh, that's been my emergency quest experience over the last week. When emergency I've quest! Oh, I like it. Uh, 
So yeah, I'm gonna gonna try and finish this Hitman thing because I can't save in the middle of it. <laughs> oh right, because are you doing an urgent or a time limited quest thing or? Uh, not the not the time limited one. The escalations, mm -hmm. uh, not the the escalation missions you can't do in uh, in mission saves, mm -hmm. which is uh, tricky. I mean, you have to do the whole you have to do the whole um, like the whole assassination thing in one go. Um, otherwise, you have to restart entirely. I mean, the the actual objectives for the level five one, I've got to kill. There are three targets. Um, there are three complications. Um, so there's this America, this Texas dude I have to kill. Uh, but once I, um, and there's another guy that I have to kill with that guy's disguise. But, and once I put it on, I can't take it off. Ah, uh, all right. I also have to get the Fugu before I leave. Have you been a, have you been a scarecrow? Uh, no, I haven't done, uh, Columbia yet. Oh, okay. I like. Uh, I know that, that there. Game. I know. I, I know that there is a uh, scarecrow disguise yeah. in it. Though. Oh, that game! Game keeps on giving. I don't even know. Yeah, it. looking forward. To, look, definitely looking forward to season two. Yeah. Oh, they're doing one, right? I, I assume. Yeah, they've already announced one. Okay, good. Good, good, good. So. uh... That's it then. That's what we've been playing. Yay. <laughs> well then, I guess it is time for the news. Shall we news it up, folks? Let's news it up. Do -do 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 -do. No animation. Let's She's sick, this stuff. so she can't sing for us. Here, I'll oh. do it. Okay. Do -do 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 do 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 Wait, Thank I went you. on Mortal Kombat theme there. I don't know why. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Alright. Better? Yeah. Any better? Okay. So, did you like Digimon Cyber Sleuth story? I didn't get a chance to play it. Did Alice, you liked that, right? Or did you not play it either? Did anyone play no, it? No, I finished it. Oh, you I finished it. Credits on it. How would you like to know that there's another one coming? Uh, I'll probably play it. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. It's a follow-up to the first Cyber Sleuth. Uh, it's being developed for PS4 and Vita. It'll be out in Japan in 2017. North America and Europe are already confirmed for 2018, so we know it's coming here. Uh, Hacker's Memory is set in the same world as its predecessor, but features a different protagonist. It features Keisuke Amazawa, who is accused of a crime he didn't commit. In order to clear his name, Keisuke is uh, forced to go to the digital world and teams up with a group of pro-hackers. Because that's... I mean, that... That's how you. That's how you get exonerated in the real world, right? You team up with hackers. <laughs> uh, they Bandai Namco says the story will have a stronger cyberpunk and sci-fi elements than the previous title. Okay. Uh, Seventy-three new Digimon, bringing the total to three hundred twenty. Uh, it'll include thirty new maps and sixty are being reused from the first game with some changes and a lot of the same systems and stuff as the first game. So it's a sequel. Uh, there you go. There's your Digimon. Let's see. We have a ooh, a limited edition Fire Emblem game. Anne-Marie is not here to go ooh and ah over it. So here, here's what they announced. It's uh, This is a North American limited edition, so nothing for Alice here. It's okay. I don't think she's into Fire Emblem. 
So, uh, we have a, a, there's a new trailer that came out as well, but uh, they also announced this limited edition. It's going to be $59.99. The normal game is $39.99. So, for an extra $20, here's what you get. A hardcover Valentia art book, a Shadows of Valentia sound selection CD, so it is not the full soundtrack, a pin set depicting the characters Alm, Celica, and Marth, and a reversible cover sheet which I assume is on the game itself, that has uh, art from Fire Emblem Gaiden. And that is... Uh, Anna-Marie has chosen not to purchase that collector's edition, just in case you're following at home the amount of collector's editions that come into the Privateer household. Uh, arriving in stores on the same day as the game will be Amiibo for Alm and Celica, which we already have pre-ordered. Uh, they'll be sold as a pair for $24.99. The figures can be used to activate unique dungeons for the characters, allowing players to level up further. So your amiibos are cheat devices. During combat, you can also use them to create a single-turn warrior mirroring the amiibo that is used. As that particular character becomes more powerful, its stats can be saved to the amiibo, and future uses will provide a stronger warrior. These features won't only work for the Alm and Celica amiibo, but also for all previously released Fire Emblem figures and the upcoming Corrin model. So there you go. Yeah, this disappeared instantly from Amazon when it showed up. And then it came back, and then it's probably gone again. Yeah, it's gone again, but it's on GameStop. I had right one now. ordered for a while and then talked to Anne about it. And she's like, I really don't care about any of those tchotchkes. I'm like, okay, well, we'll save the money then. So we are. Uh, let's see. Oh. So Nintendo was showing off Seiken Densetsu 3 running on the Switch, and it turns out that all three Seiken Densetsu th games are coming to the Switch in Japan. Sorry if you're not in Japan. Uh, it's a collection. It's called Seiken Densetsu Collection. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Seiken Densetsu 2 is known over here as Secret of Mana. Seiken Densetsu 1 is known as Final Fantasy Mystic Quest or Final Fantasy Adventure. Um, no, I'm sorry. This story has an error. I'm it's so sorry. Mystic Quest has nothing to do with any of this. Uh, oh, it was? Yeah, it was called no, Mystic no, Quest in Europe, says Anna Marie. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. Mystic Quest is what I'm used to. Final Fantasy USA slash Mystic Quest is like the one with really good music. But the game's kind of really my first Final Fantasy game. Okay, so mm -hmm. thank you, Square Enix, for just ruining everything everywhere. All right. <laughs> so Seiken Densetsu Technically, 1. Technically it was Square back then. Okay, not you're Square right. X. Good good call. Let's just let's blame Square. Just the Square folks. Um Seiken Densetsu 1 was Final Fantasy Adventure. It's been remade like two or three times, most recently coming to like phones, I think. Uh Seiken Densetsu 2, Secret of Mana, the Super Nintendo game. Seiken Densetsu 3 was not translated or localized in the West. There's like a billion fan translations though. Um and so all three games coming to the Switch in the in Japan, no word on any sort of localization. Um, I would not anticipate one, but um, if you uh, don't care about localization and want to play these games on the Switch, uh, it's very easy to get digital Japanese games on the Switch. So, uh, and it, and you can just order it on Japanese Amazon. Too. Oh yeah, you could do that. Uh, June first, twenty seventeen is release date. Just so you know. What are the uh, what do what are the odds that you think that they're gonna uh, localize this? I think they aren't going to, because there's no localization for three already. I think mm -hmm. uh, the idea of spending money and doing a localization would not make sense financially. So I don't anticipate it. But I could I mean, be wrong. 
I just I wouldn't be surprised if they did because they did bring over Adventure the Adventure of Mana remake mm-hmm. over here. But that well, all right. I I will say this: if it if they do localize this, it might motivate me to get a Switch. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> all those Mana games easily handheld. Um, of course, anyone who knows anything about emulation. Um, and how to hack devices it is it is not an impossible feat to right now go and do certain jailbreaks and stuff and have all these mana games and more <laughs> available to play with fan translations on your mobile device but uh, yeah but I, I if they do an official release of this i want to support it totally understand that and i agree because yeah. i would do so as well yeah yeah um, I, anything to support like the good mana games as opposed to mm-hmm. pretty much every mana game that has come out since those three that has been garbage and yeah um, that's shot fired at some of the ones that some people say are good I don't think World of Mana is all that good sorry um, anyway. I liked I liked the RTS one. Oh yeah On that was DS. weird um, I don't think I liked it but it was so different it was hard to really even judge like what is this? The RTS was fun. The one, the one with the physics engine on the PS2, however, was garbage. Oh, that one. No, I think people want like the one on the PlayStation. And that oh, one had yeah, good music because of... it was like yeah. the Kingdom Hearts composer. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that one was really good, but that that's I on uh, that PSN. Yeah, I don't like it that much. I don't think it's that good. So that's my my non-conformist opinion um it was just so broken up and the stories were so uh, whatever didn't have the yeah, narrative impact a, i wanted yeah you needed a guide for that one for sure because you could easily walk yourself out of too many stories oh that's a good point so maybe i did that to myself because i played it without a guide um yeah whatever and then all of a sudden you're like oh i guess i'm at the end now oh all right Yep, that's what happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Radiant Historia, a, a game I've heard very good things about and I own a copy of on DS and have not even touched. Um, it is uh, getting a remake. <laughs> so Radiant Historia, perfect chronology. It's going to get a remake. The, again, this has only been announced in Japan for now. But this one, there's a good chance we'll get, right? Um, so Nintendo 3DS in Japan on June 29, 2017. It's a remake of the DS title, Radiant Historia, um, which came out like seven years ago in Japan and six years ago here. Uh, the limited edition has a limited edition. comes with a collector's box, two soundtrack CDs, a 100-page art book, and five-item DLC pack. I don't know how much it'll be, but they don't have MSRPs over there, so probably at least 100 bucks. Um so that'll be nice if you're in Japan. And what they're doing is, in this remake, they're adding a new scenario to the game in the form of a distinct third timeline. So the first game had two timelines that you're going back and forth between. This one has a third timeline and a new character called Nemesia, which I guess is supposed to be like Nemesis, who's connected to that third timeline. So they are that. that's pretty cool for fans of that game. Get excited that maybe one day you will have a localized version of that remake. Because... I know people really like that game. So. I, I don't know if the original 3D, or the original DS version is still hard to find or not. It snapped up 
quick and became kind of a collector's item. And then Atlas did a reprinting of it. And then that reprinting snapped up really quick. (laughs) Well, we got one of them here. So I don't know. Maybe I'll play it someday. Oh, let's see. Focus Home Interactive has put out a date for Chaness. Chaness is that game where there's like animal characters and humans and people are, it's an RPG and, um, and they've put out a trailer that's just showing off music from the game and people fighting other people and stuff. And, um, this is the French one, right? I think. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so it's coming out April 18th. So finally, this was a Kickstarter game. So. Now we have a date for Chaness. Uh, by the way, PS4, Xbox One, and PC platforms that Chaness is coming out on. Nintendo has done some interviews around that Joy-Con issue that people have been having, including me. Um, and they pointed out that, hey, it was a manufacturing run issue and new versions, new runs of the manufacturing um, don't have the problem. And it's a limited number of people, which is what companies always say in the situation. And uh, we have a repair process for affected Joy-Cons and this and that and the other thing. So I want to let you all know that I called Nintendo after reading these articles that came out this week, and it was a very easy phone call. Um, they didn't even have me walk through troubleshooting steps. I just answered a bunch of questions about things I'd tried and that you know my my Switch was updated, and dude upgraded my shipping without me even asking, and I've got like a shipping label to send my Joy-Con in, and it should probably take a week to get turned around to me, and I will have a fixed Joy-Con that has... Um, it's interesting they somebody over at CNET did this and he took pictures of the insides of this controller before and after and they're pretty confident over there that the only thing Nintendo did was add a small piece of conductive foam um, next to the Bluetooth uh, antenna module and that whatever it is that little that piece of conductive foam seems to alleviate the problem on their Joy-Con so uh, I'm looking forward to my Joy-Con getting a blue, uh, small piece of conductive foam and <laughs> moving on from there. <laughs> so I'll let you know how it goes. Um, I, man, I need to pack that up and send it. Hmm. All right. So that's that for Joy-Con issues. Uh, nobody else has a Switch, so you can't commiserate with me. Oh, WoW has a patch coming out this week. Nope. What? Yes. Yes? Oh, I thought you said nope. <laughs> I'm like, next what? Week. <laughs> next week? No, it's the 28th. It's this week. It's three days from now. Yep. 28th comes patch 7.2, which if you're you're following along, 7.2 means you're going to the Tomb of Sargeras, and it looks like Kiljaden may be involved. Um, But if not, it's just a lot of stuff that he sent at at Azeroth. And 7.3, of course, is where you go to Argus, and then you probably really are fighting Kiljaden, but... There's a Tumor Sagaris raid. It will not be opening on the patch release date. But uh, what are they adding? Um, a Cathedral of the Eternal Night Dungeon. So they got a new dungeon. They got the new raid coming soon. They've got more quests in the Broken Shore. Expansion of Class Hall quests and more. And I'm sure you'll get more artifact power and all that sort of good stuff. So if you've been taking a small break from World of Warcraft to, pl- say, play Zelda. And now you're finishing up Zelda and you're wishing that WoW had more content for you. Hey, Tuesday is your day. And that article didn't say it also is going to unlock the achievement that lets you get flying in the Broken Isles. Oh, flying is coming too? All right. That's what Anna's been waiting for, I think. Yes. (laughs) 
That's uh, that's I think that's what we've all been waiting. Cause I've I've only got one character at one time. Yeah, flying plus all. I only, I only have I only have two. All right, you are you gonna play else? Well, for seven point two, yeah, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, that that flying achievement is gonna be the first thing that I do. There was a story also. Speaking of MMO stuff, there was a story I saw. I didn't put it in the rundown here about uh, more details about Final Fantasy XIV's data center migration. It sounds like uh, the game will be down for two days while they do it. Um, so, just since we're talking MMOs, um, and well, actually, if you're in Europe, it's only one day down, and Japan's one day down, but North America two days down. It looks like, but uh, yeah, and then you should have uh, better hardware. We'll see how that works. Oh, editorials over on RP Gamer. We have an impression of Mass Effect Andromeda, which I gave you my impressions on the podcast last week. <laughs> which, um, <laughs> a lot of that stuff I told you guys about last week, I'm hearing a lot of the same stuff echoed in reviews this week. So that makes me sad. Um, as as I've as I've heard summarized by Jeff Gersman over at Giant Bomb. <clears throat> Mass Effect Andromeda feels like the direct-to-video sequel to Mass Effect, which I think is like the best. <laughs> that way. is an amazing way to describe Isn't it. Isn't it? It's just so perfect in every way. So, Mass Effect is the re- like. Well, there was a couple of Disney sequels that weren't that bad. Is it? Yeah. Like so Lion it's like King yeah, two. It's still Mass Effect, you know, and it's more of that, but it's not. You know, it's not gonna have the same space in your in your memories as the as the main thing, and I. Uh, I don't know. I can't answer your question because I haven't seen Lion King two. I'm sorry. I'm I'm well. saying it's. I don't know. Um, it's probably more like the Aladdin direct-to-video sequels, but not as good as the Aladdin TV show. If that makes I'm, sense, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that's a high bar. No, it's not. <laughs> the Aladdin TV show is pretty good. That's why I'm saying I I like the Aladdin TV show better than Aladdin the movie. But um, I did too. But uh, the direct video sequels, like Return of Jafar, and Anna tells me there was another sequel that had like Aladdin's father or something in it, and I don't know anything well, about that. <laughs> the sequels were literally the pilot and the season finale of the TV show. Oh no, really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Okay, okay, all right, right, because that's how Iago gets out of the lamp. Yeah. That makes sense now. Okay. Well, I'm an idiot. So, um, I don't watch a lot of Disney direct-to-video sequels, so I couldn't tell you. But uh, I think uh, if you've seen some of these direct-to-video sequels, which I don't have fond memories of any of them, and apparently I should of the Aladdin ones. uh, (laughs) Um, Doug Walker of Nostalgic Critic fame reviewed all of them this December. Oh, yeah? So if you don't really want to sit through all of them, just no, I don't. On... I'm just trying to yeah. use them as a framing device for how to understand Andromeda. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, it's more the same, and the characters are there, and the story isn't as solid, and the animation quality isn't as solid. And that's really true for Mass Effect, and <laughs> you're, you're just kind of, <laughs> you know, it's just meant to be like, hey, I remember that stuff, and I want to see more of it. There you go. I just, effect. I just wanted to know on a frame of Disney sequels how bad it was. I'm so sorry. I, I'm not the person to ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like to call it the uh, Star Trek Voyager of Mass Effect. Um, oh, but okay. There's a lot of people who like Voyager, so that might not be. Maybe it's the Star Trek Enterprise of Mass Effect. Um, but then there's Chris, people who like Mass Effect. Yeah, Enterprise. I was going to say there are people who like Enterprise. <laughs> so I'm not sure what <laughs> I'm not sure what to compare it to anymore in Star Trek. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the uh, <laughs> it's the Star Trek Three of Mass Effect. I would have gone well. I could have said Star Trek Five, uh, which is the one where they go meet God. That's Star Trek Five. Yeah, that's the one I wanted, not Star Trek Three. I want it's the Star Trek Five of Mass Effect. It's probably better than that. <laughs> and I forgot it's the odd numbered ones that suck. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so technically, this is an even Mass Effect, so. No, but it's like an odd Star Trek movie. This is this is no going back to the 80s, and this is no Wrath of Khan, and this is no Undiscovered Country. This is more like watching a direct-to-video sequel with uh, Christopher Lloyd playing the villain. I think that's actually pretty accurate. So Star Trek 3 or Star Trek 5, probably more accurate here. Okay, this is dumb. So go read Alex's impressions on the site, and <laughs> we've got two other reviews. We've got Momodora's got a review up from... Uh, um, I can't even say his name. Charlamp. Uh, Char- I should really ask how to pronounce his name. Charlamptos. Man, do you know how to say his name? Harry. He likes to be called Harry. That's right. <laughs> Harry's got a review up of uh, Momodora, and Toho Genso has a review up, and uh, that was by Colin. And uh, you can go check that out if you want to see your Toho games. And I assume we'll have a Mass Effect th- th- review up as soon as a- Alex gets through it. Uh, let's see. We got some briefs. Some fast stories for you. Toho Genso Wanderers got some DLC coming. We have Revenant Saga, which is a Chemco RPG, coming to PS4, PS3, and Vita in the spring. Um, if you recall, this one is... Well, maybe you don't recall. This is a gothic RPG developed by X-Create, and it's got 2D maps with 3D battles. We've got a trailer up if you want to go check it out. It looks like a Chemco game. Uh, we got a Kickstarter check-in with Mages of Mistralia, and let's see. Mages of Mistralia, spellcrafting-focused RPG, fantasy RPG. Go check that out. It's about making your own spells. That's like their big gimmick. Um, just so you know, they are at 66000 out of their goal of 18000 So they've made it for $25. You get the game. And wow, that's their entry-level pack. I love it. And then on the other end for Mages of Mistralia for $500 Canadian, which is $372 US, you get the Ancient Pack, which has a bunch of stuff. Oh, but it's sold out. So you won't be able to get it. Um, you would have been able to get a private Ask Me Anything um, session with the with Ed Greenwood, who is... I don't know who Ed Greenwood is. Oh, it's the author of the story. Okay. And a bunch of other things. So there's Mages of Australia for you. We got another Kickstarter check-in for All Walls Must Fall. Uh, that game is looking for $16,200. They are at 14000 and they've got 25 days to go, so they'll probably make it. Uh, they are starting with a one euro to get uh, you know some emails about the game's progress, or thirteen euros to actually get the the game. Um, and then in the other end for them, three thousand euros to get the benevolent dictator title, and you get all the lower tier rewards. You become the mayor of East Berlin in the actual game. You, 
You get to appear on propaganda in the game. You have in-game statues erected in your honor, and you be the center of a plot line in the game. That's a good reward. That's a good re- for three thousand bucks. You're like one of the major focuses of the game. That's pretty good. All right, so go check that out. All walls must fall. That is a tech noir tactics game. So it's a tactical game. It's got some noir film thing going on, and it's cyber, you know, cyberpunky. So go check that out. See the videos. See if you like that. Additional briefs for you. We've got Salton Sanctuary now has uh, a Vita date. It's coming out next week. It's going to be cross by with the PS4 version. So if you already got that, you're good. Uh, March 28th is when it hits the Vita. Uh, we've got Star Ocean Till the End of Time coming to Japan. That's a remake. So the Director's Cut remake thing, uh, HD re-release, is coming to PS4 and Japan only for now. And it's coming out March 31st. Um, so if you're in Japan games, there you go. It looks like Game Freak is recruiting developers for a new Pokemon console game. And you're going to be like, no, Chris, we've heard this before. But here. Let me read you kind of the, the stuff they've got in their job requirement. It starts out with, hey, here's a chance to work on the development of a globally popular RPG. Uh, it says the work requires using material to create cartoon-like super-deformed characters, monsters, and item models. In addition, they'll also be expected to work on debugging, data work, and more. Experience using animation and modeling software, Maya, is required. Okay. Um and if that doesn't convince you, here's some other things mentioned in the ad. Uh, we'll have you work on the production of an RPG game that is popular on a global scale. The platform will be console. It's a title that just about anyone knows, a proposal that could be your future career. So I'm thinking Pokemon because they don't have any other game series with Game Freak that are kind of that you could describe that way. Do they? Uh, Pulseman Revival. No. Harmonia, the one where you run around and batten things with a music note? No, probably not. Uh, What was that? Badass Tempo, the badass element, elephant, right? Tempo? No, No. that's probably not it. Yeah, I'm thinking. (laughs) And supposedly it was looking for people with experience making Wii U and Vita level character models, which, hey, that sounds like the Switch. Uh, (laughs) So, all right. Hopefully that's a Pokemon console game and it's not just another stadium. Maybe it's a real one. We'll see. Hey, I, I'm going to offer a controversial opinion. Uh-oh. I Uh-oh. like the two GameCube games. Oh, you like the, you like Pokemon XD? And uh, uh, Coliseum. And Coliseum? Okay. I like the story modes a lot. Uh, Anna's in the, in the kitchen like, I played the shit out of that game! <laughs> it's like, okay, well... So imagine if they had a full story mode Pokemon. Like, uh, again. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Inazuma 11. So this is weird. Um, they, there was an interview with Akihiro Hino, who's the CEO of Level 5. And they had a live stream thing going on. So he said, the new Inazuma 11 game, quote, will also release on something other than 3DS. It may also release on what you might call a higher end gaming console. Just maybe. So what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, is it coming to Switch? Is it coming to PS4? But still, Inazuma 11 may be making the jump to console. Um, that'll be Inazuma 11 Ares, which I just saw that there's a character in that game who's like a freaking Tanuki and like changes into a Tanuki on the soccer field, which I guess is kind of, that's that's the sort of stuff that happens in Inazuma 11, isn't it? Uh, that's it for news. Did I miss anything, guys? 
I think we good. All right. So let's hit our messages. Um, the question of the week last week was, what's your nerd talent? And nobody had one <laughs> for the most part. Strawberry Eggs wrote in and said, my nerd talent. Hmm. I suppose it would be my ability to identify English voice actors in video games and anime. That's a pretty good nerd talent, actually. Either that or spending double the amount of time to complete a game than the average person. I'm so sorry, Strawberry. Victor on the phone forum said, uh, Minor Town is writing video game fan fiction, which is every bit as glamorous and lucrative as it sounds. <laughs> wow. Uh, send me some of your uh, Commander Shepard crossover stuff. Yeah, let's check that out. No? Okay. Uh, if you'd like to respond to things like the question of the week, it's podcast.rpgamer.com, forearmstartrpgamer.com, or 608-729-4098 for the voicemail. Our question of the week this week is, uh, we didn't make one. How about if you've ever had, have you ever had to send in a system to get it fixed? Okay, have you ever had to send in a system to get a repair? All right, cool. <laughs> See how that goes. And, and I'm hoping... It, We'll probably hear about a lot of Xbox 360s, and that's that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, I mean, you never know. And tell me about any home remedies you tried too. Yeah, <laughs> like towel tricks and that sort of stuff. All right. So new game releases. Here's what's coming out this week that I think is going to be relevant to RP gamers. Um, we've got Has Been Heroes hitting the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. This is kind of like a roguelike um, tower lane defense game with stats and leveling up and stuff. I don't really understand it yet. I may be picking it up on the Switch to try and understand it better, but has been heroes. Go check out the the trailers for that and uh hopefully we'll get some coverage up of that or if it doesn't count as an RPG then we'll I don't know, I'll try and point you to the site where they do cover it. Um definitely an RPG Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 remix and 2.5 remix is coming to the PS4 on March 28th. So if you didn't play them on PS3 and you want even slighter improvements to the games, uh, they're on PS4, which I guess is supposed to get you psyched for 2.8 Remix, right? I think that already came out. Oh, 2.8's already out? So Okay, well, whatever then. Just all the Kingdom Hearts except three (laughs) can now be yours on the PS4. Uh, Thimbleweed Park is also coming out this week for Xbox One and PC. And that is an adventure game, but it's close enough for me. So, Anna Marie will probably be playing that. Oh, and one thing not on there, um, the episode Gladiolus comes out next week, Oh, too. does it? Okay. Yeah. I, I might add that. Episode Gladiolus. So, I don't know what I'm going to do on Tuesday, if I'm going to wow or if I'm going to play Gladiolus. with my waifu. I think you're going to play with your waifu is what you're going to do. Mm. You yeah, got to do something while probably- you queue. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> uh, all right, there's your new releases. So now I need to ask you, what are you going to be playing, Alice? What will you be playing this week? Uh, hmm. probably more of the same. I'm kind of waiting for um that Stellaris expansion to come, to come uh. out because that's out pretty soon, actually. Stellaris cool. Utopia. Uh, hang on, there's someone here who's got a timer for it. Is that this week or is it next week? Come on, load. Oh, 11 sorry. days. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Next week yeah, for so it's not, Stellaris? Okay. No, there, it's like not this, the yeah, it's not this Not this coming week. It's next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's too I'm bad. okay with that. Maybe we can play a game together. 
No? <laughs> Alice is so excited to play multiplayer. <laughs> I, sorry, what was that, Chris? I said maybe we can play a game together. Oh, yeah, we, well, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it really depends on my uh, work schedule. Yeah, you're, you need to publish that somewhere. I can't figure out whenever you're working. <sighs> it's so crazy. I need to make an appointment with you. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got. We've got... Uh, oh, uh, I'll be playing Zelda because I want to make sure I'm done with that before Persona hits. Um, so hopefully I'll be finishing up that this week because I feel really close. Maybe I'm wrong. Kelly, what will you be playing? I might Gladiolus, critical... right? Sorry. Yeah, definitely Gladiolus. Definitely WoW. I might critical pass through the four dungeons in Zelda and see if I can't have that wrapped up by Tuesday. Wow. Yeah, okay. You probably could if you tried. Oh, yeah, I definitely could. Yeah. There you go. Kelly's going to be knocking down games. Anna, what are you playing this week? She's going to... Anna Marie says she's... Well, she's been playing uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Remake on the Vita, and then she's going to go and play Nonary games. Say what? No. She didn't pre-order it, and she's sad about it. I don't know why she cares so much that she didn't pre-order Nonary games, but uh, she's already playing something anyway, so... Yeah, whatever. Um, So she's, she's excited to hit those visual novels up, so... See how that goes this week. And I think that's it. I want to thank Alice and Kelly for being on today and for you for listening. 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, every week at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. We will be back here next week. Yep. And then the week after that will be Midwest Gaming Classic and we won't have a show. But next week we're having a show. So with that, thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Um, Right in. Tell us when you had to send in your system for repair and what sort of home remedies you've tried on them and how that's gone. And um, we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. And uh, also, Hero Harmony in the chat says, Disney shows after their movie are also often awesome. And Voyager was the best, Stephanie. And he also loved Star Trek V. So I can't agree with his opinion. And with that, we're going to shut it down. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.